Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. BBN, what is going on? We got another episode of Believe in Kentucky, and we got a great guest here with us this evening. We got a sports anchor for LEX 18, the co-host of BBN tonight, Madison County's own, Richmond's own, Keith Farmer is here on the podcast. Keith, appreciate you, man. How you doing? Of course, doing great. Glad to be on here with you. I've seen so many that have uh, had the chance to talk to you, so I'm, I'm glad to fall right in line. And honestly, man, your your ears might have been burning on a couple of them because we had we had Anna Tarullo on a while back, and she was saying nothing but good things about you. So if your ears right. were burning, it was it was all good. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, I, hey, I, I'm not upset at all that she was on here before me. Ladies first. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, and kudos to you for getting her back home. We we now get to see what Charleston. And and DC and all got to experience on a daily basis. Now she's back home in Kentucky. So kudos to you, man, for making that move. Um, of course, and, and she's a huge UK fan. Has been. You can go back to some of her older pictures. She's got of going to some old games and everything. Got her UK gear on when she was really little. So uh, it's kind of cool to have her back. Absolutely. Got to take a second to tell y'all about Balance Seven. Been talking about it for the past few episodes. Talk about how Lamar Odom is using it now. He makes his return back to pro basketball. Balance 7 is a pH balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Take just one ounce a day, three times a day, and in a week, you'll see the effects. It's good for weekend warriors or older athletes who have some wear and tear on the body. You can see how Balance 7 has helped. And right now, if you go to balance7.com and use the promo code BELIEVE, 
you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to fill the pH-balancing drink go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com, and use the code BELIEVE at checkout. I did. If it worked for him, it can work for you, too. Now, you know, we we just coming off the long weekend. Hopefully everybody enjoyed the extra day off of Monday. Those who had Monday off, hopefully everybody enjoyed that. We got the first football game in the books. We got to talk about that. But you talked to Coach Cal today, and I don't I don't know if you, you want to divorce that. I just want to tease that for everybody to watch it on BBN tonight. That's that's up to you there. I mean, it depends on when this podcast is going to drop, I guess. You know, is it going to be uh, after 7.30, after 8? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was good. It was good to sit down with him. And, uh, you know, I did take a little grief from one guy got to me on Facebook, said, do we have to hear from Cal now? Can't we just enjoy what we got going on? And I get it. I get it. We just started football and everything. But, hey, when Cal talks and, and is available and wants to talk to you, you're going to sit down and talk to him. So, it was really good. He was in a great mood. I think he really likes, as he always says, I like my team. I think he really does like this team. I think it's unlike any other, right? I mean, so many, you got the freshmen, you got your guys that came back, you got your transfers. And, and that's why I think it makes it so different for him and, and probably has him excited over, you know, what happened last year. So um, it was good to sit down and talk NIL um, and hear what he had to say about that. We talked about just a little bit about the schedule, especially bringing in the SWAC and the Southern Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. I think that's awesome what he's doing with those two conferences to help them out and uh, create opportunities for people, um, you know, to get jobs and things like that. And uh, obviously the McClendon Foundation, we talked about that. Uh, C.J. Frederick, he said, may not be quite ready, you know, here he's, he's still coming back. And then in the big Zoom with, with everybody, he kind of surprised us all and said that there's one person hurt, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. So I will go on the hunt. That's right. That's right. I saw a tweet, but I'm not saying a word. So we just <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he let everybody know that he had COVID. So that's, you know, yeah. Uh, so he let, I mean, a lot of news broke in that interview that y'all had the little chat y'all had today. So yeah, yeah. That one actually came later with everybody, but yeah, he did say, you know, that, that he had COVID even after being um, vaccinated. And he said he was kind of, hesitant about saying anything. That's why he kept so quiet because he didn't want people, you know, to hear that and go, oh, well, you got vaccinated and you still got it. You know, he wants people still to, he thinks that's why he had an easier time of it, didn't have many symptoms, you know, because he he was vaccinated. So. Makes sense. Yeah. You you said Cal always says, I like my team. And Saturday, we've been waiting to see the football team, been waiting all summer. And yeah. On a consensus, I guess we all like our team based on what we saw against Louisiana Monroe Saturday afternoon. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, we all kind of wondered, you know, all right, so it's going to live up to the hype, right, that, that we've been hearing about. And for me, I think the things that lived up to the hype were Will Levis's arm because we'd heard how good it was. And to see him just, you know, that fling that first one deep downfield to uh, Wandell. And, and then, you know, I've seen Wandell. I watched him in high school at Western Hills, and I've seen how shifty he can be. And we didn't see a lot of that. If there was one thing I saw that reminded me of Western Hills, it was probably that second touchdown that he had where he caught it, bounced off the guy, and then fell on into the end Actually, the other guy, I think, fell down, and he went on into the end zone. So uh, that was good. I, I think just seeing the consistent deep ball. I mean, we had uh, – I looked up the stats, and between Wandell – and Josh Ali, they were like 27 yards a catch. 
And then he had Isaiah Epps at 18 a catch. I mean, you know, when does that happen last? You know, that's a lot of fun to see and a lot of play action, which set up a lot of that, which is fun. And they talked about balance and it was what, 34 passes and 33 runs or vice versa. You can't get any more balanced than they were. Exactly. You know, and funny thing is Coach Stoops said he felt like it was 90% passing. And, and the only reason he said that is because that's the mentality we've had. It's all, you know, we've not passed it that much and especially deep. So all of a sudden it's like, hey, yeah, it, that's why it felt like 90% because we did go 50-50. Right, right. Because it's been it's been 90-10 run. So 50-50 will feel like 90-10 pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We say 90-50 anymore, we both sound like Yogi Berra. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to get the youngsters to Google that because they won't know what we're talking about. <laughs> True. Oh, man. So, now, you know, we we got to see got to see the balance, got to see the running game, got some stuff to clean up like they always do. Mm-hmm. We'll really see more of what we got with Missouri coming in because that's, you know, by all accounts, that's – the pivotal game of the season. I don't know if they're as far along as everybody says they are as far as, far as Missouri goes. I know they won last year, but they're getting a lot of hype to me. But we'll we'll see come Saturday what we more of what we really got. Yeah, I think they they scored in spurts against Central Michigan and uh, kind of struggled a little bit on offense. But Connor Bazelak, quarterback's really good. Um, Liam Cohen said today, as far as offense goes, he said that um, you know. We, we went with what we were comfortable with in that first game. Now we're going to scout and work at what we need to do to attack Missouri, which, you know, is, is good to hear. It's like, okay, we did what we needed here. Now let's start learning how to prepare and what we need to do in a game plan to get the next team. Uh, yeah, and I didn't even bring up – I guess we didn't bring up, unless you were going to uh, the defense, which I thought was phenomenal as well. I thought, you know, 87 yards, I mean, that's – and, and then to get back and get some of the sacks, which was good to see because that's been a big emphasis in the offseason as well. And it was an inferior opponent, and they they beat them the way they're supposed to beat them. Yeah. But like you said, 87 yards. First game, even though you got a lot of veterans, you still had some new guys in there, especially a linebacker. One little blown coverage could have led to an explosive play that put you at 150 yards, but to hold them to 87 – yeah. Still, you still got to give them credit for that, even though it was ULM. Yeah, and the fact that most of it came on that first drive when they're sitting down waiting for Kentucky to make a long drive, all of a sudden there's that interception, mm-hmm. and they're out on the field real quick before they thought they were going to be out there and, uh, you know, made some some of their biggest mistakes early on that, you know, unfortunately led to the one touchdown, and like I said, most of the yards. So, But they sure settled down after that, and they, they look like they're going to be pretty formidable. Yeah, they sure do. I saw a tweet, was it with Chris Leach, I think, and he basically said that uh, Liam Cohen said that the post route to Wondell, it, it wasn't even in the game plan. They just they drew that up from upstairs based on what they saw the previous drive and just put that in just kind of spontaneously. So, I mean, you know, Missouri's yeah. got to account for stuff they're not even – they're just throwing in if based on what they see. On game day, right? Yeah, and like the Isaiah Epps, I think there was a play, wasn't there, where he they said uh, it wasn't even – it was either Ali or Epps, I can't remember, but it was like that ball was a really tough pass to get in there. And, yeah. you know, Liam just tells him, keep running. He's, you know, we'll get it to you, you know, and sure enough, he did. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you see me with my 
my Harlan County shirt on. That's from from. So all right, you're you're in Lexington now and from Richmond, but you also have some WYMT ties. You spent a little time in my neck of the woods before you got to to Lexington yeah. back in that yeah, month. Sure did first first job out of college. Uh, took me about a year to get it, but <laughs> um, but I, I ended up down in Hazard at YMT, and I can tell you it was it was hard to leave there because that's such a great place. The people you know down there love the station. They love the people that are on there. They are diehards for sports. I mean, when you think about Eastern Kentucky, the, the Friday nights are when they go out and they just, you know, celebrate that team in their community, you know. And it, it's so cool to be uh, down that way and to cover those teams and those coaches. And they're all proud when they can bring a team, you know, up to Lexington to state and things like that. And so, uh, so yeah, it was a really cool place to start. Great place to, you know, make your mistakes and learn from them. Uh, because they allowed you to do that. And uh, I, I got to watch some great stuff, man. I, I was working down there when Tim Couch was a sophomore in high school. And so I saw him before, you know, many people in Lexington really knew who he was, you know, and, and it was so cool. Waylon Chapman at Breathitt County, who ended up at EKU. Charles Thomas from your neck of the woods and that whole crew that went back to back in the All-A. Um, Painsville won the, the title, J.R. Van Hoos and Todd Tackett. I mean, Four and a half years, and I saw a lot of great stuff coming out of the mountains there. It was a lot of fun. Hazard won a – I think Hazard won a baseball title maybe. So, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, I had to had to mention the mountains. I need to spend a little time down there as well. Yeah. I got a lot of family down there, man. A lot of oh, family. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, my, my mom's from Hazard. My dad's from Hyden, Leslie County. And uh, then we got him from Pikeville to, to South uh, to, to Laurel County and, and everything. So in Corbin. So, yeah, we're all over. Scattered <laughs> all over the place. That's all right. That is all right. Now, you cover high school as well in Lexington now. And I'll get to that. But first of all, I got to talk about that training video y'all put out to get ready for <laughs> for for the upcoming season. Put each other through the paces, you and Eli and all the guys to make sure that you had, you know, the stamina ready for Friday night. Yeah, if you want to see that, I'll have to look up his uh, – it might just be Eli Gain TV, but uh, he, that was Eli's brainchild. Eli totally came up with the idea, and then he had we, – we might have had a couple. It was when Charlie Walter was here, and he might have added a little bit to it. I might have added a little bit, but really for the most part, man, Eli was like, here's what, here's what I think we should do. And he had all – yeah, Eli Gain, G-E-H-N TV. And he, I think he got it pinned right at the top of his, uh, his Twitter. Yeah, he does. And, uh, and yeah, we just had some fun doing it, you know, and it did, it got a lot of uh, play. It was, it was so much fun to, to kind of show a different side of you and, and them and to show we were getting ready, just like the players were <laughs> that kind of thing. So it was cool. You know, you were in there barking out instructions and you had to, he was holding the mic, but he kept dropping his arm. He kept getting that little weak shoulder. Get your arm up there for your. <laughs> so, that was hilarious, yeah. man. Yeah. Good stuff. It sure was. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got to ask you this, too, like because you broadcasting to the whole state. No doubt, maybe you go out to the grocery store. People know who you are, things of that nature. And they want to come and, and talk sports to you. And everybody wants your opinion on something. And <laughs> I'm not I'm not picking anybody out, I'm not calling anybody out, but maybe you get somebody who like tries to talk like they really know and they really don't. I'm sure maybe that's happened a time or two. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Do you 
do you just let them talk? Do you correct them? Do you tune it out? How do, how do you handle that when, when people come up? It, it depends on how I think they can handle it. If I think they can handle it, I correct them. <laughs> <laughs> if I think they just feel like they know it all and they're just going, I just let them go. I just like, you know, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, and, and, and let them go with it. But, um, but yeah, you're right. That does happen a lot. And, and sometimes even people come up, I know you don't want to talk work, but <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm about to talk work. Right. <laughs> so but it's all good. I mean, you know, hey, there, there are worse things, you know, out there, you know, and, and so true. it's kind of cool to, to have the chance to talk to people about sports, you know. That's true, especially, you know, we, it's cliche, but it does get your mind off of, you know, more serious things and more stressful things that you might have to be dealing with. Yeah. I live, I'm from Harlan County, but I live down here in Tennessee. There's, there's nothing orange about me at all. So no worries about that. But I had a guy come up to me and, you know, want to talk about, you know, sports. Some, some know I do, they know I'm a Kentucky fan and do a lot of, you know, podcasts and stuff. But he was talking about Tennessee after they played Bowling Green the other day. And yeah, I think Tennessee's going to be good. The first half's a little rough, but I think they're going to be really good. And so I'm listening to him. No, he's going to give, whether you want or not, he's about to give you his opinion. Yes. And he says, I think they're going to be nine and six this year. And I, and there's, and so I, I automatically kind of, I didn't correct him, but there's not, that's not possible in college to go nine and six. Nine and six. You can go six and six. You can go nine and three. You, you can, can even throw in the bowl game. You're still not getting to nine and six. Exactly. <laughs> the only way you've been playing 15 games is if you, you know, go, go about Alabama goes 12 and 0 wins SC title title game wins both playoff games. Yeah. You're 15 and 0. 14 I guess that does. More. Yeah. 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 So, but you're not going nine and six and making. No, <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's only a few exceptions to even play 15 games, but there's yeah. no way to get to nine and six. And so, <laughs> No. He, he said, I'm really excited. Tennessee's going to go nine and six. And I just I immediately, I'm like, dude, you know, I didn't say anything. I just, I let him talk. But yeah, yeah, it's not possible, man. Seven and six, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, six yep. and six regular season, bowl game, you can win. Okay. <laughs> Seven and six, not so, nine and six. So when that happened, I said, man, I got to ask Keith because I know. You being on a bigger platform than me, this has to happen to you with people coming up and wanting to just. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That's a real good one. Oh, man. Shaden Sharp, are we getting him? We're going to hear the news later on tonight. Do you think it's the G League's trying to make a push? Do you think he's going to go ahead and, and commit to the blue and white? I think, I think Kentucky's going to get him. I really do. Um, I, I feel like there was the connection with, oh, boy. Tie tie is that who it was mm-hmm. that uh, he has, and then also I think I feel like that Canadian thing, you know, <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think that's got a little something to do with it. Jamal um, I, and, and you know, here's the thing: it's the whole name, image, likeness thing, right? So, can he make as much here as maybe he would in the G League? And I don't know about you, I don't watch. A lot of G League games, if any. I don't know if I've seen any. Yeah, even as they had that one team last year, and I don't think I ever caught them. So, wouldn't you rather go to Kentucky, where you can be seen, and you're on a you know, you know, big time ESPN all the time, SEC Network, and you can build your brand, and then that helps you going forward. And and now it helps you now when you're you know able to profit off name, image, and likeness. So, I. I 
to me, I think it's a no brainer to go to college, whether it's Kentucky or not. I'm just saying, you know, pick your, eh, I'm not going to say that team, pick your, pick whichever team you want, yeah. Kansas, Baylor, Kentucky, but go there because you could probably make as much, if not more, and also get the exposure. You got a guy like TJ Bosner. It's his job to like help your brand and craft your brand and get you into contact. If you like video games, he's going to put you in that direction. Yeah. Get- I mean, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a no brainer almost. Exactly. That's what I think too. And, and, and again, you're going to be on a lot of TVs where people are going to see you and you got a chance to, you know, you've seen all these guys starting to formulate their, uh, like their initials into logos and things. And, and I think more people are going to see that and know it. So when you do get to the league, now they know it and it's going to, you know, blow up even more than when you were in college. Absolutely. Now, as this summer went, I talked with Anna about this. Did, in your opinion, even take the Olympics out, did this seem like a busier summer to you than normal? Because normally you get you get baseball and NASCAR and things kind of slow down. It seemed like it was just nonstop all the way till now. I mean, was that was that the case for you? Yeah, I think part of it, though, for me was having the, the show, you know, with BBN tonight. And, and so for us, first, we were trying to figure out how are we going to fill this show, you know, during the summer months. But then we also had um, a lot of help from the UK basketball team when they were doing those camps and doing all sorts of things. They allowed us to come in and get some, you know, guys mic'd up. We had a chance to talk to them. And, and so I think that's what helped it kind of seemed like it was so much more busy. And then we had the Barbasol. And then, you know, like you said, there's stuff on the national scene. I, I just feel like, yeah, it was there, – there's been a whole lot going on. that felt like, you know, the draft came along and then, you know, right into a summer league. And, yeah. you know, I, I feel like football got here in a hurry. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Now, in your opinion, because you, you've done it for so long, you know, Kentucky basketball, there's more games. Kentucky football, there's more players. For a while there, they overlap. We're both happening at the same time, but each on their own, which one keeps you the busiest, you know, if you separate the two? Yeah, like, so it's kind of hard to say because, like, everybody used to always ask me, what's your favorite sport to cover? And for me, I lived basketball growing up. I mean, I was out shooting in the rain. I was, you know, trying to play as many games as I could. I was trying to make basketball teams, this and that. But, man, football is so much fun to cover because you have that one week leading up to Friday for high school, Saturday for college, Sunday for pro, and you could talk about the games as they come up. Basketball is just like boom, boom, boom. Here's game, this game, this game, that game, you know. And as it is, Kentucky usually talks like the day before a game. So you can't really build up, you know, as much as you'd like. You just you have that one interview and you show it for a 6 and 11 o'clock and then – Boom, the game's here the next day. And so I, I feel like basketball is the one that keeps you busier, you know, and, and especially because you got men's, women's, boys, girls, high school, college, you know, it's like they're playing almost every night. And, and so it's hard to keep up. And, and so so I do like the fact that football, we talk about matchups. We're, we're talking already. It's Tuesday and we're already talking Kentucky, Missouri. I mean, we really started it on Sunday. Yeah. We're going to talk all the way till we get to that game. So it's really cool. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Back to high school, too, real quick. Who's who's the cream of the crop in the Central Kentucky area where you're covering it this particular season? 
amazingly enough, um, because it's kind of been up and down, two of them are coming from right here in the city, and that's Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. who's stacked again. And, you know, Kentucky got a Kentucky commit and one that they're hoping to get uh, in Dane Key. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Ty Bryant already committed. And then, uh, then you talk about uh, LCA. Woo! They're like class – 2A, I think it is. I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking out. I, I, class A, 2A. And, man, they're taking on – they beat, you know, 4A Madison Central the first week. They've got a tough, tough schedule. And then Lexington Catholics, 3-0. Yeah. So, we're kind of pretty fortunate this year. And then last week I had the chance to go watch Woodford County, former Wildcat Dennis Johnson, yeah. head coach. Big damn. The place was packed. I'm talking in the stands, around the track. People are just watching this game. And, and they lit up Dunbar 62 to 12. Hmm. And uh, he's just hyped about his team. They're undefeated right now. And they're a lot of fun to watch. Still got Boyle County. They're, they're still Boyle County. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they have a loss this year, they're still going to be tough. And, uh, and then you probably talk about Corbin down there having, you know, with uh, Travion Longmire nope. that's uh, coming to Kentucky. And, uh, and they're pretty good. So I hope I'm not leaving anybody out, but those are the ones that jumped to my mind. Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of usual suspects. Well, well, Douglas is a new suspect, but they're <laughs> a suspect. But Boyle yeah. County is is I mean for as long as time is they've yep. been a powerhouse for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah, going back to the late nineties with the Lefew brothers and uh, Jacob Tammy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in all the interviews, all the people you've covered, what's been your your most memorable, your your funniest? story interaction that you've had with a player coach or whoever you want to pick what's what stands out so so there was one time when i was actually working here the first time in the late 90s and i went with a reporter i was just shooting for him at the time and we went to get muhammad ali and he walks in the in the the room and he starts doing his mat you know like some of his little shadow boxing and then he yeah, he's a little slow, but he's doing some of his shadow boxing. He, and he starts doing his little uh, magic trick where he loses the handkerchief and all that. And I'm standing there just watching it. And I realize I got the camera on my shoulder, but I'm not shooting any of this. Oh. I was just taking it in, right? I mean, icon, like in front of me, you know. And there's a lot of people that I've I've been around, and I, I'm not like, oh, wow. You know, I'm, I'm more like, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, cool. I'm in the room with so-and-so. <laughs> but, like, with him and with Jack Nicholas. I think I was just probably more in awe of those interviews that I shot. And then I had the chance, oddly enough, bringing it back around to Muhammad Ali when he passed away, uh, went up to cover the funeral in uh, Louisville. And I had the chance to interview Sugar Ray Leonard, wow. uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, just to, to have the chance to talk to some of these people, you know, and, uh, so, so it, there's been some really cool moments like that. Um, and I've, I've loved it all, but I'm not super wild by anybody other than, like I said, a couple of the idols that I, I knew growing up. That's awesome. That is awesome. And one more thing too, about you, you, a bunch of, a bunch of half marathons under your belt and <laughs> a marathon. So you are you're a pretty accomplished runner too, as well. Man, I turned 40 and uh, I'd had some friends that were having some health issues and everything. And I was never like my age or younger. Mm. I was like, man, 
I got three boys. I got to be around for them later in life, you know? So I just took out one day and just put on some tennis shoes that I had. They weren't even running shoes, really. I mean, they're tennis shoes. And I just ran down to the end of one of the streets and came back. And it probably was a mile or something, mile and a half. And I thought, okay, that was cool. My next door neighbor was uh, uh, kind of a, you know, a trainer. And so kind of taught me how to run a little bit. And then you kind of get the bug and, and I started running a little bit and uh, did some, some five K's and things like that. And then I thought, well, I'll train for the, the half marathon that they always ran in Louisville and uh, around Derby. And uh, I ran that one the first time. And I was like, okay, that was really cool. Wow. So I had somebody talk me into doing a marathon. This was the year I moved down here. And I think I just picked the wrong one. It was Nashville. And you don't think about Nashville being so hilly, mm. but it was really an up and down kind of race. And about mile 14 or 15, I hit this one hill that just kept going up, kept going up. And as I was turning, I thought, okay, now it's going to go downhill. It kept going up just slightly, you know? Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, man. So I started walking a little bit. Then I was walking, running, walking, running. It, it, you know, it was just, it was brutal. It was, it was a tough, but I finished it a little over, like barely over five hours. So wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time to run. Yeah. So bringing back to Muhammad Ali, did you feel like the, the Frazier fight where he was like, that's the closest I've ever been to dying without actually dying. Was that, was yes. that you? Or like my I got done. My wife met me after the finish line and I said, don't ever let me do that again. <laughs> <laughs> And so far, I haven't. I'd love to do it again because I feel like I didn't do it the right way. I didn't run it the whole time. At the same time, I ran for five hours, ran, walked for five hours, and finished a 26.2-mile, you know, uh, route. So I, I feel like I did it all right. Probably good enough. I'm not going to judge you. If, you, <laughs> if you do it again, maybe, like, Lincoln, Nebraska or something where it's flat. Exactly. <laughs> flat. It's, yes. It's a couple blocks in a square and – Yes. Flat as far as the eye can see. You know? Yes. Yes. I like that idea. <laughs> Man, Keith, I got, got to tell you about our sponsor real quick, too. And definitely appreciate you hopping on. It's La Terrain Watches. They have uh, linked up with, with Tony Delk and, and Walter McCarty and lots of UK players and uh, even non-UK players like Vernon Maxwell. It's a watch company. They make watches for men and women. So if you if you got to get yourself a timepiece, whether you're, you're dressed up or casual or, or if you just don't want to have to look at your phone and you still want to have that watch on your wrist, lots of rain. Dave and Ben uh, found it from the ground up. If you go to lotsofrain.com and click on chat, you actually chat with Dave, the owner. So he actually gets back to you and he's a new father and we both know what that's like. And yeah. he still gets back and answers your questions about styles and accessories and bands and everything like that. So go to La Terrain, L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com and get yourself a nice watch and tell them you heard about it on the Believe in Kentucky podcast. Keith, man, this has been a lot of fun and I know you had a, a busy day and you squeezed in time to hop on the podcast in and around everything you do at LEX and BBN tonight and high school coverage, but it's been so much fun to chat with you and had to get you on again at some time uh, down the road, man. Really enjoyed it. Sounds good. I enjoyed it too. It's a lot of fun. Well, man, have a good evening and, you know, no more marathons. With one, You got one more than I do, so I respect you. So. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody check this out. You know, after you watch BBN tonight, 
download this episode of Believe in Kentucky Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, go to Believe.com, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Rate, subscribe, review, listen to Keith and I talk UK football and basketball. For another episode of Believe in Kentucky presented by Bet Online. We'll see everybody next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.